about you returning for a third film in the series? And if you do, will you be cutting Tom Sharpling from that movie too? <laughs> well, um... <laughs> oh, I want to take this time, and I mean this sincerely, and this comes from me and everybody involved, but I want to thank everybody for supporting the movie Grandma's Boy. One, I'm tired of being a walking asterisk. Negative, two, I'm tired of feeling guilty every time I want to light up. I'm Steven Dorff. I've been a smoker for 20 years, and I just found the smarter alternative. Blue e-cigs. Blue lets me enjoy smoking without it affecting the people around me. Because it's vapor, not tobacco smoke. That means no ash. And best of all, no offensive odor. With blue... You can smoke at a basketball game if you want to. And how about not having to go outside every 10 minutes when you're in a bar with your friends? The point is, you can smoke blue virtually anywhere. We're all adults here. It's time we take our freedom back. Come on, guys. Rise from the ashes. Exactly at the same time, a popular newspaper decided, I don't know why, to publish a long piece of the 15 worst films I'd ever made. No need to look it up, I'll, I'll tell you what the article decided they were. The Swarm, The Hand, Water, Beyond the Poseidon Adventure, A Shanty, Blue Ice, On Deadly Ground, Blame It on Rio, Jaws of Revenge, The Island, The Last Witch Hunter, Bullseye, Mr. Destiny, Journey 2, the Mysterious Island, Austin Powers in Goldmember, and Quicksand. Pages and pages of light-hearted guide to Kane's worst howlers. Banter, I think they call it, and mostly I agreed with their choices. We've got a really great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here. You will never hear anything on the show that would in any way offend anybody in your family, ever. Not one day, ever. Never has, never will. So, and I stick by that. And I've always stuck by that. So you can turn it on with your kids in the car any time. Any time. You will never have to say, oh, what are they talking about? Oh, look at the language he used. Oh, look what he's talking about. Look at the subject matter. You'll never have to do that, ever. Not once. Come on,
I was fired. I was fired. I was fired. So sad to tell. Well, I never saw it coming. Screw you! You're fired. You're fired. Whoa! You're fired. You're fired. Hi, I'm Joe Red. Check your scruples at the door because this is drink for free on the Freeloader's Guide to Easy Living. Here's something you may not know about me. I haven't paid for a drink in over four years. Hi, I'm Jonah Ray. Check your scruples at the door because this is drink for free on the Freeloader's Guide to Easy Living. become a very big business, as I understand it, like a giant business in a very short period of time. But we can't allow people to get sick, and we can't have our youth be so affected. And I'm hearing it, and that's how the First Lady got involved. She's got a son together that is a a beautiful young man, and she feels very, very strongly about it. She's seen it. We're both reading it. A lot of people are reading it. But people are dying with vaping. We've got a really great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here. Musical guest, Chris Gaines. And your host, Garth Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, Garth Brooks. WWE's favorite band in the whole world, Liz Fitzgerald! We belong dead. Hello, my... We all need our own personal survival kit to see us through. For me, it's feeding the ducks with my three grandchildren, making chill-out music compilations. I own hundreds of chill-out CDs, and I've even made one of my own. Cake, the London restaurant scene, gardening, cooking. Hi, 
Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey. Turn it. Wait. Who am I yelling at? Yelling at myself. What else is new? Right? Just yelling at myself. Story of my life. Yelling at myself. No, that's not what I do. I yell at you. Everyone but me. I'm perfect. So anyway, welcome to the best show. Hi, my name's Tom. I'm the host of tonight's episode of the show. We have a great show for you tonight. We got, uh, got Claire O'Kane, our friend. Claire O'Kane is going to be here. Very exciting. We got, uh, other stuff. And that's, let's start the show. That sounds, that's enough to do a show, right? Claire O'Kane and other stuff. No, what we're going to do is, uh, and yeah, I am in Los Angeles. City of Angels, Lipstick City, out here doing it, right? Like, uh, you know what they really like out here, I'm realizing, is the song uh, High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. I think it might be the, the anthem of, of California, High Hopes by Panic. You know that song? Gotta have high, high hopes for, right? Mama said, don't give up, right? They love it out here. Hear it everywhere. Every gas station pumping high hopes. They're not even from here, Panic at the Disco. Right? Wait till they hear My Chemical Romance. What's going to happen to them then? If they like Panic at the Disco, look out. They get their hands on the Black Parade. It's over. What's the phone number? Oh, here with Devin, too. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Um, it's good. How are you, Devin? I'm feeling great. Well, that's always little... excited for the and best who's show. in New Jersey. Okay. What? <laughs> always excited for the best show. Oh, thank you. You're sweet to say that, Devin. And I'm excited to do the best show with you staring at me. <laughs> um, who's in New Jersey? You got Pat Burns. Oh, oh, you scared me. Wait, that's who's, who's talking like that? Yeah, Pat, Pat. He's got a muffler. He's wearing a muffler tonight. Yeah, I got a frog in my What? Oh. <laughs> hey, Claire. <Wait>. Hey, Claire. <laughs> hey, Claire. It's me, Pat. I'm Marge Simpson tonight. Oh, I like that. I, uh, you know, Marge Simpson's one of the most popular characters, and, uh, she actually auditioned for The Shining, and, uh, I think that might go a little something like this. Do it. Do the thing, Pat. I'm not too sure about this hotel. There it is. Oh, that's great. That's it. See, Pat comes through. Look at some other places. Say here, here's Marge. That famous line from The Shining. Say here's Marge. Here's Marge. No, here's Marge. Oh, you want? Okay, okay. Here's Marge. I love it. <laughs> Top notch. Ten of ten. I give that. I'll tell you what, though, we do need some calls. We at do. One three three two three four eight four. I'm going to say, please call, so I don't have to <laughs> hear croaky. Over here. Not that I don't want to hear you, Pat. I love what you say. You know that. Uh, it just sounds a little different tonight. Pat got caught in uh, police action tonight. Pat got caught in police action tonight. <laughs> my new AP mic impression. And my pipes are clean, Tom. Ugh, I didn't need to hear that. <laughs> How are you, Mike? How are you? I'm doing all right. How's Bayonne? Bayonne's uh, hanging in there. It is? How's yeah. the, uh, are you gonna do that Bayonne Nights thing we talked about? Yeah, I dug, uh, dug my Zoom up, uh, I've got that ready, I'm gonna go through the manual, make sure mm -hmm. I know how to work it again. Yeah, you can get someone to help you with that too. 
Uh-huh. What are you, Robert Rodriguez? You got to work the equipment too. Just, <laughs> just focus on hosting the thing. That's the yeah. thing with these Robert Rodriguez movies. He's like, yeah, I did the, I wrote this one and directed it, and I shot it against a green screen, and I did the music also, and it, it's like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing nine things not very well in all of them, yeah. right? Got to hear this guy clunking his way through the, a scoring a movie. Because suddenly here, and it's like, look, I'll say this. It's not like he's discounting the movies anywhere. It's like, hey, I did everything on this, so it's only three fifty to get a ticket to this movie. Now, I gotta go see. I gotta pay. I go see Shark Shark Boy, uh, Lava Boy, Shark Boy, and Lava Girl. Still sixteen fifty. Still sixteen fifty. The Adventures. Sorry, I want to show some respect for the franchise. I go to see Spy Kids three D. And it's sixteen fifty, and then he's bragging about how he filmed the thing on the, on a bed sheet, right? <laughs> he got Devin Sawaha. Is that the kid's name from uh, Spy Kids franchise? No. Me? Actually, I'm not asking you. I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking Best Show Youth Ambassador Claire O'Kane. <laughs> no. So let's start the show. I should play the theme. No. Let's just start. I'm tired of the theme. Always hearing the theme. You know what I mean? I like the theme, though. Yeah, so do I. You don't think I like it? It's a placeholder. No, it's not a placeholder. It's a, it's it's more than a placeholder. Come on, AP Mike. <laughs> yeah, Tighten but it gets people in the mood. We need some callers. 201-332-3484. There you go. 201-332-3484. People seem to be watching the, ba- the debate, I guess. Debate? What are they arguing yeah. about? I don't know. Look. Sure. I don't, why, aren't, why aren't more people like me? I decide who I'm going to vote for in the booth. <laughs> flip a coin. I just make my... No, I don't flip a coin. I go in the booth and I bring a little notebook. Uh-huh. And I just ask myself, let's review the pros on these candidates. Now let's do the cons. Uh-huh. Right? And then I get a little snack. I bring a snack in with me. Thing of hummus. People start yelling at you behind you. I don't care. I have my headphones on. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. hear them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When that curtain goes down, it's like, curtain goes down. I slap my noise canceling headphones on. It's your time. Yeah. You know what I play? <laughs> yeah. You do? Play? No. No. Oh. Okay. I play Yakety Sax <laughs> by Boots Randolph. Yeah. Yeah. You like that song, Mike? <laughs> Wait, let's, I need to hear your version of Yakety Sax again. Slow that down. Let's hear it. That song? Is that the uh, you know the sad part? Yes, that song. <laughs> now, Claire, Claire O'Kane. Oh. Star, a star of Walking in the Park. What was it called again? It was, it was called Talking in the Park. Wait, talking about, talking, talking to myself in the park. Talking to myself in the park. Now defunct. Defunct. What? How many episodes did you do? Probably about fifteen. Fifteen of yeah. your podcast. Well, first of all, welcome to the best. Thanks. I was being quiet. Wanted to make sure you introduced me before. I of course, in. I'm gonna. Our our first guest is uh, a top uh, comedian, a national act, Mm-mm. who has an <laughs> album called "Let It Be." Mm-hmm. On a special thing, records mm-hmm. still available. Is it still available? Oh yeah. <laughs> don't say it like that. I mean, I don't know. I guess you gotta check. 
last I heard, there were a few left. You know, last I heard, actually, I just talked to someone the other day. There might be a few left. Might, exactly. There <laughs> might be a few left. <laughs> you got to get over to a specialthing.com and order it. It's a really funny album. Thanks. Uh, from a really funny person. Thanks. And Claire O'Kane is uh, a, a comedian, and she's a writer also. A writer, very popular writer. She wrote on uh, one we, show. No, one show that's about to debut. Yeah. Right. When's that debut? Shrill. January 24th. And do, to, do I have to say it in a shrill voice? Shrill. <laughs> right. Who's that? This is a shrill. It's saying, I'm not saying it's a character from it. I'm just saying the word shrill. But it sounds like, uh, what's his name? Shrill. <laughs> you know what? what I'm talking about? Yeah, you might want to, you might want to join up with AP Mike <laughs> with some of these. Guns things. of the Guns of Roses. Axel yeah. Rose. W Axel Rose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shrill. Yeah, it's coming out January 24th. This is the second, second season. And where can we see that? Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. Hulu, the home of, uh, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So you can watch an episode of Seinfeld. Mm hmm. Maybe the episode with Tracy Letts. <laughs> you know Tracy Letts? Oh, yeah. The actor. Do you know he was on Seinfeld? I did not. He was. Who did he play? Well. The guy in line who got mad? You're not far away. Really? <laughs> he was, I'm going to type in Tracy Letts. So, oh, it comes up the second thing. Tracy Letts Seinfeld. Let's see. Where is it? He was in the Festivus episode. Really? Yes. He works at the OTB place when Elaine's giving out fake phone numbers and then she has to go get the new number back. Like, the, cause uh, she needs to get her sub club card punched. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she needs to track down Kevin McDonald, mm. who was the, the, the person who she gave the number to. She wrote on the back of a sub card. Canadian punched, Kevin McDonald. Canadian Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Um, never and, seen it. Never seen that episode? I've never seen the most famous episode of Seinfeld besides the puffy shirt. This is not the most famous episode. What's the most famous episode of Probably Seinfeld? the contest. What was that? The one where they wouldn't, uh, they were sin- not going to sin. Oh. oh. Right. What the? Yeah. How are we doing over there? Pat? Who, right. who caught it? I muted. Oh. Yeah. And I muted yeah. the call, oh. and then I what? coughed when I unmuted it. I had it backwards. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Please continue. No, no. I mean, back here in Jersey in the room with Pat tonight. What's that, Mike? Don't you all wish you were back here in uh, Jersey with I Pat? I do. I do. With Pat hacking up a lung. Hacking it up. No, look, I love Pat's the best. Nobody's better than Pat. Uh-huh. And Mike, the only person who's better than Pat? Uh-huh. You're not better than Pat. You tied. You're tied with Pat. So Elaine goes to a horse track betting place. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Your phone number is my standard fake. So you're Elaine Bennis. We've been getting calls for you for five years. 
Why is it so quiet? Hey, Charlie, guess who's here? Elaine Bennis. <laughs> Why didn't Amanda Blaze 007 upload a better version of this? <laughs> a clip just called Denim Vest. It doesn't say Seinfeld anywhere in it. Was that Tracy Letts? It was. Talking? Yeah. Tracy Ford versus Ferrari Letts. <laughs> Tracy Ladybird Letts. He's in all of it. Little women. Little Letts. Little. There are no little women, Claire. Only. Little, little books. <laughs> right? I like at the end of Little Women when she writes a book. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm putting a book out. Yeah. Right? That made me cry. I teared up a little bit. Because she got to make the book of the movie we just saw. Yeah, exactly. You know what they should have done then? The book should have opened and then the movie should have started again. Wow. Right? Wouldn't that have been cool? That would have been cool. It just starts again. You're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> like after like 10 minutes, you're just like, are these literally showing the whole movie again? <laughs> but then there's like little things that are a little off. Right? Like a how can you spot the difference mm-hmm. kind of thing? Right? And you start to realize it's slowly becoming like half animated. Whoa. Right? That's trippy. It is trippy. And that's, uh, I'm going to be shopping that around, uh, you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know me. I really just like the messed up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so who are your pals here with you, Claire? I got my, to my immediate left is my friend Megan Keister, also uh, of the AST family. I also have a poorly selling album uh, oh. on the label oh. that I brought you a copy of because they're worthless. Pull it close. Worthless? Yeah. You mean priceless. Well, you got to. Oh, this is exciting. But you got to check you so it out. Much. Check out the inside. I heard about this record. Where did I hear about this? Oh. Who was blabbing about this to me? Probably Jake, maybe. Jake Fuglenest? Yeah. He's my boy. If Marin asked Wait, me who my guys were, hold he'd on be one of the guys. <laughs> How can he be your boy and my boy at the same time? Because <laughs> he contains multitudes, I bitch. think we're going to have to have a boy <laughs> off. Well, first all of all, right. we don't use language like that on the show, please. Uh, this is a family I can't say show. it. You can say B on NBC, man. Well, this, yeah. are, am I on, am I on NBC right now? Not with now? that attitude. You can say B on This Is Us. This is us. Big old is B. this, is this, this, is this us? <laughs> is this, is this us? <laughs> is this, this is us? <laughs> Wait, you opened it just you to gotta close s- it again? see the insert. I got a thesaurus what, that explains all of the jokes. I'm trying it. to do a show right now. <laughs> I mean, and well, I'm trying to sell product. Here's the plug. Go get terrarium non. <laughs> no. Tertinia. Totina. No. Totinos. <laughs> Totinos. <laughs> Megan Keister. And it's Co- Coaster. K-O-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
like it owes your family money or I something. Mean, yeah, well, you know, yeah. I'm not an alcoholic. I you just made like the liquids. switch. You made the switch. Mm-hmm. You made the switch from Lacroix. I never was a Lacroix fan. For honestly, really, what's wrong? You don't like you don't like uh, what? I don't like flushing my money down the drain, and by the drain, I mean my throat. Okay, okay. I got a soda stream that I got for okay. free when sure. I sat okay. in the audience of the Bonnie Hunt show uh-huh. about ten years ago. Okay. That's been doing me well sure. until mm-hmm. this point. Sure. Because the thing with LaCroix is they have so many delicious flavors. Like I'm aware. Pineapple and aluminum. Sure. They have uh, uh, like. Teen Spirit. Teen, they, yeah, they have the, the one that's just like the, like so berry. They have, the, they have like a berry and aluminum flavor, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? I like what Pomplamousse. Pomplamousse is great because it's kind of like a peach, pear, and aluminum mm-hmm. combination, mm-hmm. right? And I like that it hits the back of your throat real yeah. nice and exactly. spicy. And it feels like you're, like eating a, a like you're a billy goat, chewing on an old <laughs> old pop soda mm-hmm. can, right? On the yard, yeah. That used to have some flavoring in it. Mm, pop's yard. No, I'm pro bubbly, anti Lacroix. You want to expect, uh, expound on that? What do you? Why anti Lacroix? Oh, my my audience knows what I'm talking about. Why do you not listen to the show? You know, I have oh. listened in the past, oh, okay. but I've been pretty be, busy lately. Sure, so. okay, <laughs> working on terrarium. Uh, Ter- yeah, non- terrarium nonatarium. I've joined Red Hot Chili Peppers. They actually, they already get, Frusciante well, already left again. They just and kicked Klinghoffer out. Yep. Right? He left on his own accord. Which one was he? What do you mean, which one? Their 11th guitarist. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like the 13 year old who played guitar with them for 10 years. Oh, the prodigy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat, any phone calls? Tom, we got three. All right. I love it. Give me, give me a good one. Please. You're on live with Tom Sharp. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> hey. Bad. Hey, you're online. Everything's fine. <laughs> I love it. What's up? Welcome to the best show, caller. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Greg from Atlanta, Georgia. Greg from Atlanta, or as some people call it, you can say it. Hot. There. Hot Atlanta. There you go. Hot, 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 hot Atlanta. Hot. So in what's the, up? In the, the dirty, dirty, down in the dirty, dirty south is uh, yeah. something like that. So long time listener, first time caller, and I'm okay. calling completely blind because I've been trying to uh, actually get on to listen to it live. So I don't know what your topic is, but I was listening to an earlier uh, show from 2001, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. I was just curious if, uh, do you remember this little kid that was, uh, he said he was 14, oh, but he's yeah. going on 15 because that's what naturally comes after 14, right? And he went by the name of Kate One and he was totally busting your bananas the whole time. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, did that kid fall, did he fall off the, uh, the, the edge of the earth? Have you ever heard back from him? From Kate One? Kate One. He was like this little 14-year-old kid who's uh, he was a total smart aleck, but he was actually a very clever smart aleck. I don't remember this. I don't remember this kid. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the Buddy, day. I've burned. I've been doing this show for so long. I've seen these kids. They come. They go. They run hot. They 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 flame out. But one thing never changes. One thing never changes. Yours yeah. truly, sitting in the chair, bringing the magic week after week. Delivering quality, 
delivering quality every show. Exactly. So another thing, if you don't mind, that uh, mm-hmm. that you had brought up back in the day. This guy's moving but, the topics uh, along. Very, very with a lot of precision. I give you credit. I'm not judging it. I like it. I've had uh, I've had years of okay. uh, listening to the archives. So you had a uh, uh, you were questioning who, in terms of celebrity, uh, had had stayed there welcome too long. So you're 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 just covering the entire it's the entire the history of the show. <laughs> yeah. So who, which celebrity has out overstayed their welcome? Like well, who, at that time, what was what was actually funny is we're talking close to you know we're talking nineteen years ago. This is two thousand one shots from two thousand one two thousand two. And what do, who did I say at that point? Who who was I say? Uh, Jimmy JJ Walker? Who was I talking about? Uh, overstayed their welcome. The captain on the love boat. Uh, I think that there were actually some folks that are probably dead now, so they they, they finally got mm. off the stage. Like uh, who? Yeah. Um, uh, well, the two people that I thought was kind of comical that that did come up that are still alive were one was the Rolling Stones, and two was uh, there was a caller who called in and was talking about uh, Alice Cooper, and uh, and <laughs> they're listening to it and thinking. Oh my God! If they if they were uh, staying too long at the party nineteen years ago, yeah. um, well, know. look at this is what I'll say to that: the Rolling Stones. You couldn't pay me to watch one of their concerts. I know Pat saw them and said they were great, and I'm glad he had a good time at it. I couldn't do that. It's it's. Uh, but Pat, did you pay to go to that show, or did you Mentos your way into that thing? <laughs> I actually didn't Mentos my way in this time. I Pat, Pat will occasionally men, what we call Mentos his way into things, like in the Mentos commercial when the when the guy picks up a keyboard and walks through the side of the stage and pretends he like works for the band and then gets in. Pat has done that at more than one show. Really, he's picked up I, a cardboard box. He literally is what he did. He picked up a cardboard box and then they let him in. He acted like he was like carrying something heavy. And he's like, well, where do I bring the box? <laughs> How did you do it, Pat? <laughs> Let the caller, caller, caller. Pat's talking right now. You'll talk again. Sorry. Right, right, That's all right, buddy. Let Pat talk. Then we'll talk to you in a second. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> sorry. Oh. This, yes, I can't. So <laughs> it's not going to get better, guys. It's, this is for the night. Um, no, I think Mentos may have gotten that. For me, if if they did a commercial about yeah. this, I don't know. But uh, it, what was it, Mike? The Americana Music Fest in Hoboken. They had Bob Dylan. It was, as, yeah, D- Dylan and well, Wilco. Wilco, yeah, yeah, and a few other bands. Yeah. And so I um, didn't have a ticket. I didn't want to pay. It was like ninety dollars or something. Uh, was broke. Didn't want to spend that. So I went and just picked up a cardboard box on the way. And I also dressed very much like a crew person that, that mm-hmm. day. I wore show black. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Black and, pole, black jeans. And you just picked up an empty cardboard box. You, oh. had, you had some old laminates, too. I right? also had some old laminates, lanyards <laughs> that I was wearing. Lammies? Some old lammies? I, I put the cardboard box on my shoulder and just walked in like it was really heavy and no one, no one said anything. I even got backstage. Yeah. Did you meet – you didn't meet uh, – any of the, the you didn't meet the bassist from Wilco, did you? 
I didn't, but I, I did eat some uh, bad catering with uh, Warren Haynes. There you go. Because, look, the Rolling Stones do their thing. Alex Cooper does his thing. Can you imagine being this guy? He's 91 years old, and he's got to go sing about schools out. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. That's a, that's bleak. You gotta oh, do, what's, right. more, what's more bleak? You got to be Alex Cooper and be singing about schools out. Right? It's like, yeah, school, school's been out for, for 51 years, my friend. Right? Or you gotta go be in the Beach Boys and be singing about like, like. Be true to your school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this guy beats me. <laughs> <laughs> or be true to your school. <laughs> or like songs about like drag racing. It's like drag racing. Mm-hmm. You're getting on the, you're getting on the shuttle, my friend. Right? <laughs> You're, you're on the corner waiting for the shuttle to roll up, the, waiting for the lift to lower down so you could get on the bus ride, the jitney. The, song, the song's like, In My Room, Take On New Meaning, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Mike, I want to talk about these Oscars, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hang up on this guy. Uh, caller, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You're a very nice guy. I appreciate it. So these Oscars, they announced, first of all, awards are for suckers. Everybody yeah. knows that. It's, for well, suck. it's a sucker's game. And it's, it's all money. The, the, you know, it's, it's how much money the different uh, studios are campaigning. Because it's money. Netflix. Netflix is buying everything, right? Oh, yeah. And they're ramming the Irishman down everyone's throat. <laughs> right? Yeah. I started watching that Irishman. I think I'm still watching it. <laughs> like there's a version of me that's in front of a TV watching it right now, waiting. It's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. Watching Robert De Niro eat pudding <laughs> when he was just like, this is the good grape juice. Mm-hmm. That's how you know when he's old. That's when you when know he's, he's old. drinking grape juice. Yeah, when Joe Pesci's like, this is the good grape juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look, that movie was, I like that movie a lot. Because every time I would watch Goodfellas, I was like, I was like, look, this movie's great. But what if it was? What if it was 90 minutes longer and had none of the fun in it? Yeah. Right? What if we took all the fun out of Goodfellas and doubled the length of it? And then Martin Scorsese heard heard me and answered my prayers. He's like, do I have a treat for you, my friend? It's called The Irishman. And then I s- sat and saw it in one of those eating theaters where they bring you, like, you order, like, a, p- a pizza. Oh, great. Yeah. It was a great way to see a movie like that. <laughs> you gotta. The last movie I saw in one of those places was Beach Bum. That's great. Which was, like, in a dine-in theater. Yeah. And then they brought, it was, I was the only one in it. it was like <laughs> and a so private. just you and one guy walking, running mm, back and forth. Me and a server. Yes, sure. Who I tipped handsomely. I bet. Yeah. How much do you think I gave him? Percentage wise, I'm gonna say twenty five percent. What? Twenty five percent. What else? You know, twenty five. That's being generous. Nine thousand percent. Oh well. I gave him three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? A soda. I got a soda mm-hmm. and, a, and a pizza pie. Do you like that movie, Beach Bum? I did. I thought it was great. Yeah. Another snub. Another snub. Snub for the in bum. the in the correct in the in the correct Oscars right now we'd be wondering. If Matthew McConaughey would beat Adam Sandler or Eddie Murphy for best actor. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then 
uh, uh, Greta Gerwig would be nominated for Best Director. That's the weirdest thing ever. They nominate What's-His-Face. Who? Joker. Joker Man. Joker Man. Uh, he gets nominated for that thing. Joker Man. Martin says he should have gotten a nomination for Joker, too, because he made that movie once already. Yeah, twice. It's called Twice. Thank yeah. you. King of Comedy mm-hmm. is what it was called the first time. <laughs> I liked it better the first time. <laughs> That's what I plan on yelling at Todd Phillips as he drives by in his limousine. Mm-hmm. That movie makes people mad, though. What, Joker? Yeah. Make a me mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I saw it, you know, you know, I'm not into the comic book stuff, but it was a, you know. Yeah, we get it, it. I know. You don't like, you don't like the comic book stuff. Yeah. But you like Hal Ashby a whole lot, right? <laughs> yeah. That movie where he was like, I gotta take this, this army man to the base. Right? <laughs> Let's take him to get a sandwich first. Let's watch the bus ride in real time. What's that one called, Mike? The last detail. <laughs> and it was with what's his face? Jack Nicholson, yeah. Jack Nicholson and then uh who else who else was in that? Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. RQ. Who else? R. Kelly. No, I said RQ. RQ. I can't remember the uh The third guy? How do you not I just don't understand how you like you don't like Hal Ashby, but you love what's his name? Who's what's his name? Nashville. Robert Altman. Yeah. Oh, it's a simple. He's better than Hal Ashby. I know, but That's I feel how, like look, they're... Devin gets it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Devin's got bangs. <laughs> he's got better bangs than he me. He's, he's like, he's like Ricky Martin. He's, he bangs. he's got better bangs unkempt. than me. I can't yeah. trust him. <laughs> That's how I come. I like him, but he's made more great movies. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty simple. Oh, my, the, best Hal, the best Hal Ashby movie is when he made that Rolly Stones uh, concert film. <laughs> Which one was that? Let's spend the night together. When mm-hmm. when Mick Jagger's running around in in the, uh, oh, the- uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles jersey, yeah, and and all Capizios. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's wearing Capizios and and like a like football pants. Mm-hmm. It's a very his unflattering. Wardrobe, his wardrobe never ages well. Yeah. No. Did you ever see that video where he's wearing like it looks like plastic pants, yellow, and I mean it's atrocious. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, fashion police, ever, meow. <laughs> good. And this yeah. is from a guy, and this is from a guy who uh, every other shirt he wears is either a Jello Man uh, shirt or a Masses T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now, Mike. We, you got any merch plan? What are we going to do for 2020 with the merch? You got to get another calendar going. He's not. The calendar can't happen. Can't happen. It's too late. Not even a desk. One of those desk calendars. Look, I think it'd be a desk one would be great. Yeah, a desk calendar. Yeah. Stickers. I was thinking of doing a sticker. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, um, it seems like a little bit of a rollback sticker. Yeah. No. No. I mean, my my R and D team's uh, rolling a, a few ideas around. What do you think? Not- yeah. So what about? Not a like not a like not a desk like it should be one of those desk ones where you just tear it off and be like, what's AP Mike got to say today, right? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't or, even have to have a date on it. Just could be Monday, oh Tuesday, Wednesday. Claire, you just cracked the code. <laughs> you just saying. cracked the bleeping code. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that, Mike? Yeah, I'm listening. Claire just gave you the solution to all your stuff. Uh-huh. It's an undated calendar. Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. It just says the days of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thursday. Uh-huh. Thursday. What comes after Thursday? 
Freedy. 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 Big Freedy. Saturday. Do you like Big Freedy? Everybody loves Big Freedy. Yeah. You gotta. Just making sure. <laughs> Big Freedy. Do you like, who would you rather see in concert? Big Freedy <laughs> mm-hmm. or Megan Keister? Wow. Well, I've already seen one. Okay. So I gotta see the other. But Megan Keister will be performing Tertium non detour <laughs> in, in its entirety. No, yeah. The jazz Fest yes. this year. I've seen her perform that several times in its okay. entirety. All right. I'd see it again. Maybe ne- this time you wear a hat. I wore a hat for that. I know, and I missed it. So you this sure time did. you got to wear a hat. You didn't me. scratch the barcode on, on this. I appreciate it. You like that? Yeah, no you know cutouts why? here. Because you're saying, <laughs> I dare you to take this to Amoeba. Yeah. Why don't you try it? Note that there's no record in it. We just printed. Oh, the I sleeves. noted that. I noted that. That was the first thing I noted was that you got nice. I'm passing uh, the savings on to you. Uh, well, you passed. You couldn't have created more savings for right. me. Yeah. Zero point zero zero. <laughs> well, I get excited to listen to this. So what is it? All right, fine. I'll open the thing. <laughs> well, it's so just because all notes. of the refer. I mean, a lot of the references I made even aren't. Uh, relevant now. Crashing. Does anybody mm-hmm. remember Crashing anymore? Shot on film. Shot that was film. Uh, yeah, shot on film. Pete Holmes. Mm-hmm. Pete Holmes. It's for. I mean, it's for the listeners in America's Middle West who don't may not know who Dave Becky is. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a fan of Dave Becky, you should check out the new Kevin Hart uh, documentary. Ooh, baby, that's oh, what right? I like. You see Becky within thirty seconds of that yeah, boy. He's yeah. sitting there. Such a, has a, such a great work ethic. I, I learned from that documentary. Kevin Hart, Kevin, Kevin or Dave? Yeah. Every other scene, somebody has to say, "Oh man, I admire that guy for his great work ethic." Yeah, they're usually employed <laughs> by him. They should have just called it "great work ethic." <laughs> well, you got him. <laughs> Hold on. Bing bang. Play. I'm like Ricky Gervais. I'm just gonna let it out. I love his laugh. Do you hate his laugh too? <laughs> That's our Pete. That is hilarious. on the prize. Devin, make him stop. <laughs> it's the laugh man what about it it's just the worst no it's not you love it i don't wait who's that saying that uh who's that saying mickey kroll oh great Uh, i don't know man big man he hates uh uh, the laugh he don't like the laugh a lot of people did for three seasons yeah of crunching or crashing Crashing. Yes. Someone said uh, made a mean joke about it. I don't, I don't trade in mean jokes here. Someone said a mean <laughs> joke about it. Yeah, they told me a mean joke, and I'm not going to say it on the air. Because you did once, and you got in trouble, didn't you? I said the mean joke about it? Yeah. We're going to get trouble with Pete Holmes? No, no. We're going to get sent to Pete Holmes jail? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't cotton to his kind. Mm. 90 years old. You can't get a curse put on you by the comedy sex god. Yeah. 
Oh, damn. I forgot. I remember the joke was that somebody said. (laughs) Somebody said. The only way that they would watch Crashing is if he played a pilot on it. Hello. Hello, I must be going. I wonder what what that person could have been thinking when they said that. I don't know. I don't like mean jokes. I don't like the mean stuff. Comedy is meant to elevate, not to push down. And I certainly hope that Tertium... A non-detour is filled with like it's uplifting, very uplift- kind. exactly. Very Thank very you. Kind. Mm. I certainly hope it's because it's 2020 now, yeah. and mm-hmm. well, were people standing in in chairs, in chairs, standing yeah. in their chairs, standing yeah. in the chairs. Yeah. That's when like you know that. you've got them. Church mm-hmm. when yeah. they stand it's hard in the to chairs. See if you were still sitting. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> because they say that you sold them the whole chair, but they only mm. used part of it. Right. Right. Like our hearts. Yeah. Like yeah, hearts. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> Claire O'Kane. Voila. It, oh, boy. Ew, is this like your red cup, uh, boys? Uh, yeah, these are my barstool sports. <laughs> your barstool sports. <laughs> these are my barstools. I like th- what they do at barstool sports. I, don't, I truly don't know what they do at all. I don't know if they know either. Yeah. Whenever I listen, they certainly seem to not be talking about sports. <laughs> and they're like talking about bras. Oh. And similar stuff. Love it. So Claire O'Kane, <laughs> what do we have to look yeah. forward to on season two of Shrimp? <laughs> uh, a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. Uh, a lot of learning. A lot okay. of love. And okay, writing it was fun. You enjoyed writing it? I had so much fun writing it. Because you've been, you've written on a few different things. You wrote on SpongeBob. Yeah. Right? That was the only other You wrote an episode of SpongeBob. Two episodes. Two episodes. Thank you, And what happened in those episodes? The fish. The fish. And the sponge. Mm -hmm. They get into a whole deal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I heard. That's two episodes. Two episodes. Mm -hmm. It's not a two-parter. No, no, two different. Two standalones. Different fish, same Uh sponge. Okay. Different fish, same sponge. You gotta watch the show. Different, uh, sure. Okay. Same, I'd watch, I'd, same as the old sponge. Yeah. Same as the old sponge. <laughs> right? Did you fall asleep just now? What? Oh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Any other callers who we got there, uh, Mike? And I'm asking Mike because Pat's voice is... Uh... <laughs> we got three. Actually, we got a full phone bank, Tom. Uh, give, me, give, me, give me line four. You're live. Hello? Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hey. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Nathaniel calling from Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Nathaniel from Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. You sound kind of of like a tough guy, right? Pizza. Oh, hi. How are you doing? (laughs) It's a little bit of a threat to say you're like, I'm from Bay Ridge. Have you ever seen a movie when somebody's like, they don't know who they're messing with. I'm from Brooklyn. It's like, yeah, you might want to check out who's from Brooklyn these days. It's not exactly, not exactly the, the arbiter of, of toughness anymore, right? I mean, it's more like I'm going to get a, a jar of, uh, $11 mayonnaise. It's more like it, right? Yeah, main, right. yeah mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, right? <laughs> Some handcrafted mayonnaise. You got a poly prep, Nathaniel? Out in Bay Ridge? Uh, no, I didn't. I grew up in Staten Island. Oh, okay. oh here we go. Highland Boulevard. <laughs> right? Shaolin. The yeah. Shaolin. Sedudos. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. Where do you like to eat on 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 Staten Island? Where where's your favorite place to eat? Uh, the Chinese place down the street from my parents' house. There you go. I love that place. That place is good. Yeah. Your parents are bugging me lately, though. I do have to say, <laughs> I don't yeah. like eating there with them as much. What are you do? What are you, Mister Bean, over there? <laughs> Claire's. A, I'm trying to do a show. I'm Claire's doing some close magic or something with her sleeve. I'm trying to keep my friends entertained. I'm just messing around, man. Look. What, I gotta plug the <laughs> album every 30 seconds for your friends to be entertained? No, no, no. no. Tert- tertium <laughs> non detour. And it's also on a special thing, records, which used to be a message board, but is defunct. Now it's a it's record a, label. It's gone. Oh, that website's on. gone. Is it really? I think so. I no know. website is ever gone, Tom. Way back. Yeah, thank, thank you for that, Ram Dass. <laughs> uh, this one might be though. Database error. Mm. Oh. I'm going to say no website's really gone. Try .net. A special thing .net. .net. It's not .net. A special thing .me. Database error. <laughs> hmm. Well, sad. So, yeah, it is sad. So, so call her. What's, uh, so, yeah, because I'm trying to do the show and Claire's to get her sleeve. She's poking her arm out of her sleeve, making it like she's got a little doll hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the hubris. The hubris. Caller. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry to wake you. What, uh, what's going on, my friend? What Nothing. led you to, what led you to call tonight? I welcome you to the show, first of all. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. The first show, one of the first shows post Grown Ups Three, the phenomenon that shook, mm-hmm. shook the culture. <laughs> now, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn, but <laughs> I'm about to. Yeah, I wrote this dumb thing. Two days, I wrote it. Did I know it would have this impact? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wrote it to make just a few of my good old friends laugh. I gave it to friends like Claire O'Kane mm-hmm. through in 2019 and got back such such uh, glowing responses as <laughs> I read half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you send that to me yet? Oh yeah, there it is. I'll send oh, it again. Responses, other responses <laughs> with my friends included. I didn't get to check it out yet. Uh-huh. I hear it's great. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now. Now we lit the world on fire, right? Right? We got we got a bell house. There's going to be a bell house live reading mm-hmm. of it. There's going to be one in Los Angeles at the Bootleg Theater. Where can people check out the the info on these things, uh, Pat? Well, Tom, you can go to <laughs> my Twitter or Brett Daniels' Twitter. Uh, that's at Brett Davis RIP or at one eight hundred Pat Burn. Okay, and I'll, I'll retweet the info. If you guys, if you guys tweet it again, I'll retweet all of it. Cause there's a one in Brooklyn that's all, that's selling out. It's close to selling out from what I hear. Yeah, I'm on it. It's because I'm on it. Yeah. Just right. wait. Just wait. wait. <laughs> what? Do you understand the presentation? Just come on. <laughs> this is not, ideas. you're not in the shrill writer's room shouting out <laughs> the best ideas. Don't worry. You'll get, I'm gonna pump this whole thing up. No, no, don't zip your lips either. 
just let me sell you on this. Yeah, go ahead. First thing is to say your album is a thing, and you're just like, man, we got a million of them laying around. Hmm. You think Megan Keister's going to say about her thing? No. She's going to say you're lucky if you get your hands on one of these things. Take a page from her playbook. Damn. Silver linings, baby. From the silly, because she yeah. gets it. Yeah. Where'd you grow up, Megan? Central California. That's right. That was Little a trick Hill. question because you told me that already. <laughs> I was trying to see if you made that up. <laughs> so I says to you, we got a reading is going to be at the Bell House next Monday, right? The 20th? That's the 20th, yeah. And people can get tickets over at thebellhouseny.com. And now these are not for profit. This is for charity. This is a big charity. That's right. For big. This is for uh, Australian Fire Relief, and we're giving all the pro, all the proceeds to one of the organizations that is helping firefighters do their thing and fight these fires in Australia. That's awesome. So, the, and then the one in the Bootleg Theater is on on January twenty eighth in Los Angeles. Yes, Los bootleg Angeles. Theater. Now, who's going to be at the new? Who's going to be at the Bootleg Theater? Where can people get those tickets? Uh, that's at bootlegtheater.org. And I want to say I'm seeing other. I think is there one in Austin coming up? There is an Austin one. That Full one uh, is not from uh, Brett and I, but it is worth noting as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll tweet the info on that out. Just go to at Sharpling. I'll tweet all the stuff out. And now I'm seeing somebody saying there's one in Toronto. Wow, that one I haven't even heard about. Yeah, Toronto stage reading. I guess they think they can do without clearance <laughs> on this because it's international. I can't take mm-hmm. them to court or something. Possibly. <laughs> Let's see who's gonna, who's going to be at that one. I guess that'll be Don Cherry and uh, Damien from Effed Up, and and who else? Uh, Joe Flaherty, maybe some other Toronto, maybe maybe. Uh, let's see, from the brilliant mind. Oh, I like that. Behind the best show. From the brilliant mind behind the best show comes the not-to-be-missed film event of 2020. Witness a live reading. Wait. Let the world on fire. Huh? Now you got to do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You started those fires? Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. I'm saying. I didn't start the fires. You said you let the world on fire. Tom didn't start the fire. Thank you for that. Uh, started burning because the government don't care about them. With stuff like you're you're uh, you're one step closer to that Family Guy writers room with those crazy callbacks. <laughs> Just say remember the time, right? Yeah, that's like remember the time I went. Went to with, Australia with Knight Rider. <laughs> with Knight Rider. Wait. Yeah, with me and Kit me from Knight Rider. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that one, the one in Aust- in, in New Zealand, there's one in New Zealand too. There is one in New Zealand, but oh. um, the one in Toronto seems like it's it's to help uh, a charity called uh, Sistering, which is to benefit uh, helping. I but looks like it's to help homeless. People in Toronto, so that's that's, that's nice. exciting. And we'll find out more about that. Make sure this isn't some weird, uh, <laughs> some weird website somebody built real quick. Yeah, it's a charity. <laughs> so who's at the this New York one? It's going to have people like Clint- Kevin Corrigan. Who? Kevin Corrigan. Kevin Corrigan. Julie Klausner. Kevin Corrigan. Julie Klausner. Chris Gethard. Chris Gethard. Connor. Ratliff. Connor Ratliff. 
Claire O'Kane. Claire O'Kane, you're going to do it? That's so exciting. Thank you for that. Mary Houlihan. Mary Houlihan's doing it. Your rival. You hate her so much. Oh, you hate her so much. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why do you hate her so much? Tom, stop bringing this up. I like both of you. I think you're both great. Let's talk about this later, (laughs) Seriously, though, your least favorite comedian, just hold up, write it down on that piece of paper and hold it up. Ah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a fan either. I'm going to say that. And so uh, all these people will be at the Bell House doing the thing. It's very exciting. You know who else will be there? Who's that? AP Mike. <gasps> Jake Thor. And it's hosted by me and Brett Davis. Hosted by you and Brett Davis. Brett Davis, my, my, my protege, yeah. some might say. Your protege. Is it yours? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you were hanging up on him all the yeah, time. Yeah, but the thing is, Mike. I was, I was encouraging him to call. What, what if I didn't true. encourage him to keep calling? He'd he probably be happier calling. right now. He wouldn't have gotten drawn into this best show nightmare. <laughs> right? Standing right now. Yeah. Right now. I'm he, thinking of California, Tom. What's that? I'm thinking of going to California. Yeah, do oh, it. You got do it, it bro. Come Joe, on. yeah. Do it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Can you recommend a hotel out there? You can yeah, stay can. with uh, Megan or Anna. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> you can sleep on. You can. You can. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> for a, for a bed, you can use copies of Tertium Non Detour, <laughs> right? No you can also use it for too. toilet paper. And, and you're on the cover too. You're in the corner driving a little car. Beep beep. A little car. I mean, it's quite large actually. That is my car. Okay. What you, well, it it's is car, a big car sized. Little woman, big. But car. that's a huge. That's a huge. Uh, Hood. It's a '64, man. Okay. Back when cars were big, man. Yeah. Remember when cars were big? Slow ride. Yeah. Well, some of us like the environment, (laughs) I guess, but that's to to each their own. Earth's my toilet. I I like the spirit of that. Actually, (laughs) you just won me back over. So people can get the tickets. You go to the Instagram, the the Twitter, and you find out where they are. It's very exciting. Who's on the LA one? Who's on the yeah. L.A. one, Pat? Anna. All right. Do you have um, SNL music you could put underneath me? Okay. <laughs> I don't. All right. Um, we have John Daly. John Daly. Jake Fogelmast. Jake Fogelmast. Nick Thornburn. Nick Thorburn. Filmmaker Lance Bangs. Filmmaker Lance Bangs. You may have seen him vomit on Jackass. <laughs> one of my favorite things. He's made amazing things and he's one of my favorite directors and favorite people. Still, maybe my favorite thing is when he, he starts to gag on Jackass it's, and then oh, they yeah. spin the cameras on him. Best thing done. I love uh, it. And Gino. Who? Here we go. Anna. I mean, I'm Who? Here. Come on, who's that? Oh, oh now man. the puzzle clicks into place. Well, who else? We got comedian Nate Fernald. We Rand. have Love musical guests, Allison Crutchfield and Mike Kroll. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Musical <laughs> guests, <laughs> Allison Crutchfield and Mike Kroll. Mm-hmm. Merge <laughs> records coming through that That's night. Right. Yeah. But, Tom. Um, they're going to write a custom theme to your script. Oh, my God. Now, some people might say that that is a love, a love, uh, introduced, uh, a best show. 
made that love happen. I wouldn't say that. I don't take credit for love. But ever? Yeah. I had a hand in it. Yeah. Kind of like not unlike Dolly Parton on Dolly Parton's Heartstrings. Hmm. It's on Netflix. Never seen it. Mm. Check it out. What's she do on that? She hosts it. And then it's just what it's about. She comes out and she'll be like, Honey, I want to tell you all about dogs. <laughs> Cracker Jack was my dog. Aww. She's like, My dog was Cracker Jack. Oh, right? she sings about Cracker and she Jack. sings a little bit. And then uh then the thing starts and then she's not in it. Is it about dogs? Yeah. Cracker Jack was in a little bit. Cute so dog. She's like the Crypt Keeper. She's kind of like the Crypt Keeper. And then she yeah. introduces a story. There were hosts before the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> sure, sure. Although, he might be the oldest. He might be the original host. You might. Because he's that old, right? Dead. He is dead. The wolf dead. Remember that? <laughs> wolf <laughs> dead. Surprised some confetti didn't fall from the <laughs> ceiling when Remember you said that. that. <laughs> yeah. We had two people announced today, if I can do it. Yeah, please. My mic's coughing now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's going on over there? What what what, what is it? Uh, the bubonic plague? Spreading them around. Yeah. So, did you guys order food? That's what's important. No, we didn't. You didn't. You didn't want to get something extra cheesy, Pat, with that cold? <laughs> maybe, really, maybe, really help you out there. Clog you up real nice. Maybe, maybe a lobster bisque I could gargle. Yeah. yeah, get a lobster bisque or like a chicken parm, mm-hmm. right? Mike, where's the best chicken parm in Bayonne? That's chicken. I had a, a really good one. Bundinos. Uh, you gotta go to Bundinos. That's an on, uh, special this week. What is? The, uh, chicken parm. The chicken parm. Yeah. Okay. Cool, Cools has a very good chicken parm. Great. Is this the kind of stuff you'll talk about on Bayonne Nights? <laughs> the chicken parm? Some, yeah, we could do that. We can do, I mean, that's all people talk about in bars lately, it seems. Well, who's barking back there? Whose dog is that? What, are you guys running an animal shelter in the studio? I think that this is Caller that's still on line four. Oh. <laughs> Caller, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Do, do, what, what, what can I do for you now, my friend? You know, before I heard about all those uh, dates for the event, I was calling because I wanted to read for uh, David Spade's part, but I realize now it's full. Well, let me hear a little bit. All right, um, I'm starting from page 20 to not give away too much of the key plot lines. Thank you. I like the respect you have for the material. Because <laughs> it really does come down to the words. And I don't want to talk about this as if I'm pretentious or pompous in any way. But when I wrote Grown Ups 3, I was as much of a spectator as anyone else. The characters were speaking through me. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Does that mean I was... Touched by the hand of God, and he was just using me as a vessel. That's up to you to determine. I only know that I wrote the thing in two days, and the world has changed. (laughs) So let's hear your David Spade, my friend. Well, the scene starts with Kevin James. Can I get a scene partner, or should I just go for it? You just do both. Oh, okay. Uh, I only prepped for... I wasn't ready for this! I was supposed to have this script brought up on my thing? That's a whole new character that I have to embody. All right. Embody. All right, fine. You want me to read it? You want me to read it? I'll go over to grownupstreetscript.com and download this dumb thing. 
Because I'm not doing an impression. No, no. The best the the best actors don't just do impressions. They. No. Okay. What are we on page twenty? Twenty. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. All right. We're on page twenty. <coughs> and so I'm doing the top of page twenty. Yeah. Kevin James. Oh man, I loves me some s'mores. Eat some more, and you also love you some smog up smarteries. Now you you flubbed the line. You're out. Hang up on this clown. <laughs> you got one shot. Snap. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, it's like, what's his face said? You got one shot. Remember? What's his name? Marshall, Mar- Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers. Said <laughs> the third. Marshall, Marshall Mathers, Mathers, the third. Yeah. He said, you only get one shot. So you, you gotta make miss, it count. Miss your chance to blow. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. That's when he played, uh, Rambit. Rambit? Rambit. What's that? Wasn't his character's name Ram, Ra- Rabbit? Oh, Rambit. In the movie? Yeah, yeah, Rabbit. Right? Yeah. And then he was like, I rap all about the things that are bad about me. So you can't say the bad things about me. I'm going to say them first. I'm really dumb. I live in a dump. (laughs) (laughs) My mother's not cool. (laughs) Right? It wasn't cool. His mommy. Wasn't cool? Eh. I didn't say she wasn't cool. He did. Blame it on Rambit. I did. Mike, yeah. you seem to be yucking it up over there. <laughs> I'm always having a good time. Here, you so. are. You're having a good time. What do you? What do you? What? What's? Uh, what kind of libations we got going down there? Got some Coors Light. Some Coors Light. So, here's what a good guy I am. To, uh, Tom. I, <laughs> I had to pick up a new 12 pack, right? So I, yeah. I stopped at the liquor store, and uh, I guess it was a new worker, and he just scanned the. They did one of those. Uh, it wasn't like a, a legitimate 12 pack. You know, some liquor stores, they have to make it so they, they break a case in half and they tape it up and they sell that as a 12-pack. So he scanned it. And, of course, I knew, he, you know, he, he said six-something. Mm-hmm. So I knew the price was wrong. So did I scam the guy and just pay him $6 for a 12-pack? No. I told him, I said, I think you got the wrong price there. <coughs> then, you know, the whole the whole gang behind the counter came around and said, oh, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And they showed the guy the right way to scan the uh, 12 back. Mike, the word hero gets thrown around <laughs> <laughs> very carelessly these days. Hey. And it, dimin- it, 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 it diminishes an actual heroic moment. Yeah. So let me tell you, Mike. Yeah. You are my hero. Thank you. What's that song? What's it? Enrique, Ingl- right? I could be your hero, baby. Kike. Right? Mm-hmm. You like Kike that song? We yeah. do that at karaoke. We've done karaoke, Claro Kane. Yeah. Right? At Baby's First Gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we have. What's could- one of your favorite karaoke songs oh. to do? I can say one of my favorite that you've done. What? Crying by Roy Orbison. That's my favorite, probably. That's the hit. I'm good at it. Yeah, it's, no, you're great at it. Too good. What is the one, one you like me to do? What do you like? Uh, I like, uh, the, what's that one? Oh. Video games is pretty good. Video games by Lana Del Rey. Do that. Um, when you get the killers is pretty good. I like doing killer songs. <laughs> what's your favorite karaoke song, Megan? Uh, probably Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Sure. Yeah. I almost want a bong once singing it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all about the he right? Yeah. Right. Bolt. Look who with a fat lip. 
right? <laughs> Durst. Durst. Kicking your ass. That's when he was. That's when he was like at Woodstock '99. He's like, I want to get on that board. Mm. And Free then jazz. 35 minutes later, he was <laughs> kind of surfing on a piece of wood. Have you ever listened to the Unquestionable Truth Part One? What's that now? That's Limp Bizkit's album in which he's trying to sound like Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine. I don't know if I have. I'm going to need you to do that immediately Incredible. before you even listen to my own album. Sure. Incredible. Thank you. Before I, I listen that. to Tur- mm-hmm. Tertium mm-hmm. Non Detour. Mm-hmm. Tortilla and No Salsa. So, unquestioned, what year did that come out? 2005. Okay, so that was when the wheels came off the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I believe Wes might not have been in the band anymore. I think that was during it. one of his, because I'm a, I'm a Borland guy. You're a Borland guy. When yeah. Borland took his black contacts, mm-hmm. I left. Right. You left with them. And I said, Fred, <laughs> I'm going to be hanging out over here with my friends, Fieldy, mm. Monkey. Head. Head, John, uh, no, Brian Head Welch, mm-hmm. Jonathan Davis, and then a, a drummer. <laughs> yeah, and then the drummer. Um, I'm going to hold this up. Don't comment on it. Mm-hmm. That goes for you, too. Um, yeah, and then when Borland came back, I came back. Right. Hmm. I wish I saw that show with Doug Weston's Troubadour they did last year. Yeah, I mean. When Steve Perry came up and sang with them. Wow. What song? Don't Stop Believing. They just played like karaoke. They like literally just played like a backing track and he <laughs> sang it. He's got it all figured out, Durst. He's made more movies than I've made. Oh man. That's for damn sure. Well, you shouldn't be so gleeful about it. <laughs> Have you seen him covering Nirvana? I like his tattoo of, of Kurt Cobain. We've all seen the tattoo, but what yeah. about the cover of Nirvana? I saw him do uh, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit at that yeah. show, uh, the, the, some of the, the footage at that show. He did that. Footage bad. <laughs> I like. Bad footy. I like bad Durst. Footy. I used to see him at the 101 Cafe oh. a lot. And they didn't have the guts mm. to say hi. Chai uh, milkshake. All right. Take it easy. Were you getting a commission? <laughs> best thing at Best thing at the 101 Cafe? Hmm. Uh, cake in a jar. Grilled cheese is the cheapest meal. Well, cake in a jar is even cheaper. But it's not a meal. Mm, watch Third watch meal. me turn it into a meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's cake in a jar, and they bring you like a mason jar with cake smashed in it. I right? heard of it. I heard sense, of it. But the best part is you eat the stupid thing. If you get it to go, you bring the jar back. They give you a discount on the next cake in a jar. Or you get That's free how jar. they get you. Wow. Free You're jar. just hooked you. then. Now I'm just like, well, I guess I better get another cake in the jar. Get my, I don't want to lose out on this savings. <laughs> That's like when we stayed at the Hooters Hotel and Casino. Yeah. And we got had to, <laughs> there was a <Yes>. weird, <laughs> we got a free cup for drinking some vodka, free Hooters cup. Yeah, I remember that. It's not as exciting as I remember, mm-hmm. as I'm saying it now. What? No, this is a great story. Best value off the strip, though. Best value. Hooters Hotel and Casino. Clean rooms. Well. Real clean. Real clean. I find the best value in Las Vegas to be Circus Circus, because you can go to Vince Neal's restaurant okay. and hopefully get the 40-ounce uh, plastic toilet filled with they any alcohol that they'll They don't got it. that no more. They ran out of the toilets. I've been there <laughs> twice in the past couple of years, and every time I say, before, it's always before we have to leave, can we go to Tatuado? Yeah. And we go, you, and it's not easy to get to. You no, have to it's go in some the, godforsaken <laughs> corner of the, the whole, yeah. 
<laughs> and you go, for some reason there are children in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you say, hey, I know, would you happen to have one of those toilets? And so I was, like, no, we know, we haven't had those for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want to, Molly Crew, <laughs> Molly Crew announced that they're doing shows now, right? Mm-hmm. So I issue this challenge to everybody. You go to a Molly Crew show, you hold up a sign, Vince, <laughs> reorder the toilets. <laughs> just a giant sign, Vince, reorder the toilets. <laughs> You just picture him on stage. You'd be like, you'd be like singing, like what's on, like "Kick Stop My Heart," right? And then suddenly he sees that, and he just forgets the lyrics. Because <laughs> he's like, "Wait, they're out of the toilets." Kicks out the toilet is more like. And he has a booth. It's like there's a booth that's like reserved for Vince Neil. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. At that point, it was like a rope. Oh, I guess you really, uh, those two times you were there, you really, uh. <laughs> I ran in, ran out looking for the, what? the I damn sat toilet. there and ate. I uh-uh. ate. Uh-uh. End up on a toilet if you eat there. I'll tell you what. You know what band used to come out of a toilet? Limp, Limp Bizkit. <laughs> yes. When Fred would rise out of the toilet. Mm-hmm. Imagine, I'm, and this is gonna sound weird for me to say this, but, they just don't make them like they used to. <laughs> they just like don't. a star like Fred Durst. Imagine the star power to say, I think I'm going to come out of a toilet at the start of this show. Like, I'm comfortable with this. Like, I'm comfortable crawling out of a toilet. Now, these stand-ups these days, they all have these special. First of all, mm-hmm. how are these people playing these 40,000 seat play? I'm watching like on Netflix, like Kevin Hart playing like a football stadium. Yeah. yeah. It's like, who buys tickets to go watch someone do stand-up from a mile and a half away? Yeah. Like imagine the echo bouncing back. You can't hear two words he's yeah. saying. Yeah. He came out of a toilet. Although I did like the story that he told about getting scared watching The Conjuring. I missed that part. Yeah, we should wow. check it out. I would have liked it a lot more. But like, all these comedians playing these huge places, and they all have that moment where they like rise out of the floor. Like, mm-hmm. Doesn't that seem counterintuitive to like comedy in a way to just be like, like rather than just like walk out, like I rise from the floor. You know what I like now though? What's that? The trend where they follow them from the green room to the stage. Sure. Uh, they gotta shake hands with everybody, make sure. Yeah. We know that they know who Fist the guy, bumps. the elevator guy yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Making eye yeah. contact with the staff, love that. Making yeah. eye contact. They did that, uh, uh, Kevin Hart does that, mm-hmm. Alana Glazer does that, everybody mm-hmm. likes punching, punching fists as you're on, make your way to the stage. You gotta. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sebastian Mascalco rises out of the floor. I right? mean, that makes sense for him, I oh, think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's who like, recently came out as a fan, as a Sebastian fan. Who? Fred Durst. Did he? Oh, no. They, are you serious? I'm very serious. Do you like Sebastian Maniscalco, Claire? So I was walking, my mom said, my mom over here, my I've got the is, lift over here. My pop is saying to me, I'm trying to do the show, pop, I'm trying to do a thing in Radio City, I'm playing the Radio City musical. He's like, why don't we go get some lunch in Central Park, pop, I'm trying to do the show, I'm playing, a, they're filming my show, oh, you're too big. <laughs> and scene. scene. I don't say end scene. What is this? Two thousand seven. 
Yeah. Was this Weekend Update yeah. in 2004? <laughs> you saying Unseen? I wish. Were you writing for Update? Yeah. <laughs> writing for Fallon? Fallon Fan Update? <laughs> Meet the new Jost, baby. Meet the new Jost. Same as the old Jost. Right? Meet. Which is which Jost do you think is the Jost with the most? Colin or uh or Casey? Well, until Casey puts a ring on somebody, he's he's less than. Well, I'm gonna say Casey, you know why? Why? He's the one guy he holds it down for the Jokers. The IJs. The tender ones. Yeah, he's 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 an IJ? He is. I truly don't know. He keeps that show going. Casey Jost. He's one of the impractical. He writes for Impractical Joker. Oh, I see. He's, he's like behind a producer. the scenes. Yeah, he's behind the scenes. Mm. He makes sure the the Jokers shine. Wow, mm. it's working, man. Yeah, man. He's on those cruises. Who else we got on the line? Oh, I wish I could go on those cruises. I got a movie coming out, Tom. Yeah, I know. I'm ready. I was talking to our friend Sal. He'll he'll come on the show soon. Do you know Sal? Do you like Sal? I I like him. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. met him. Nice guy, Sal. Who's your favorite Joker, Sal? I mean, probably Sal because he's uh, the only one I who's know. Who's your of. least favorite, Mur? <laughs> yeah, sure. Right? Mur. Who's your favorite Joker? I would also say Sal. Uh-huh. Because, uh huh. Because that's the only one I know the name of. Okay. Yeah. And who's your favorite Joker? I'll sort of go ahead with the trend. You're going to go, go with Sal. Sal. Yeah. You're not going to buck the trend and say Q? Can't do it. I'm not going to go wrong. I'm not going to say Joe Gatto. No, I'm not going to do no. it. No. Hmm. Mike, who's your favorite Joker? I like Sal. Yeah, everybody likes Sal. Yeah. Well, my favorite, man. Yeah, Sal wore Best Show shirt on uh, on Impractical Jokers. I'm like, oh, he wore it on the thing. And then Mike gives him this dumb shirt <laughs> for some dumb bar he works at. <laughs> and next thing you know, Sal wears that on an hour-long special <laughs> s- finale, season finale <laughs> salute to the troops episode. And he's on stage wearing Mike's bar shirt. And I was like, this is just, I can't win. Even when I win, I lose. <laughs> Mike trumped me again. What are the lines we got there? Line two is good, Tom. Oh, well, let's try. Is, any other ones? Line three. Any others? Four. Any others? Line one. Five? No? <laughs> Five? Nope. Not now. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let's get, Give me one of the other ones, and I'll go to five. You're live with Tom. You're live. Let's do it. Welcome to the best show. Hello. hello. Hey, who's this? Uh, this is Blaine calling from Portland, Oregon. Hey, Blaine, what's up? Not a whole lot. Just uh, hanging out in the library right now at my school. Um, it's supposed to snow in Portland, but uh, it really didn't. It's supposed to snow spring. in Portland, but it didn't. Yeah. It was the one day that we were supposed to get it out of the year. Well, now you just get plenty of ice, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Iced. One My day friend Claire is familiar with Portland. Because mm-hmm. Shreel shot there, right? <laughs> you bet. Didn't season two of Shreel shoot in Portland? Season two and season one. Yeah. 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 Potentially. Were you there? Huh? Were you there on set? Uh, Yeah. Did you act in the show this season? No, no, no. You didn't? I can't. Allow, I'm not allowed. Why? You're not allowed? Some sort of contract. Thing. Okay. I can't get into it. You should do a scene with Shrill. Well, I don't... They can't put me in it, though. Because her name... Well, her name is Cheryl, but they her nickname is Shrill, right? Isn't that what it is? Her name's Shirley? 
You see, you've never seen the show. Yeah, I have. Her nickname is Shirley. Yeah. But they no, her call name her is, Shirley. Yeah. Her name is Shirley. Her given name is Shirley, but they're always like, hey, Shirley. What's the last episode you saw, Shirley? What do you, what the do you season remember? Season finale happening? of one. Yeah. And it said, I'm waiting to see what happens with the car crash. If Shirley survived it. Oh. I hope so. Well, I guess you'll gotta tune in to find out. Yeah. What I'm hoping <laughs> is that Shrill gets, uh, is okay and then out of the hood climbs, uh, Connor O'Malley. <laughs> he's screaming about the owner of Starbucks. I mean, you will be seeing Connor O'Malley in the second season of Shrill. He's a good actor. Great actor. Mm-hmm. Corner. But a lot. So what's up, caller? Yeah. You're in the uh, library. You bugging everybody at the library right now? Blabbing away? No, I mean, I am on the quiet floor right now, but I'm in a study room, so. And are you, are you a student? I am. I'm going to school right now. How's that, how's that treating you? Fine. My second week. I'm in, uh, studying some art history. Okay. Looking at the works of, uh, let's see. Uh, the J. Lebrun and uh, Gainsborough. And, uh, yeah. And so these are pa- paintings, as you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about some of these paintings. Mostly French. French paintings? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we're talking about some of the... Um, um, a lot of the women painters who are... Um, came up to the Academy of Art in France. You, you know what you should say is, is I like the lines on that painting. Oh, when I'm, uh, when I'm looking at the painting? Yeah, just, oh, the lines. Look at those lines. Right? Really good lines. So those and are some pretty sweet paint lines. Yeah. I really like how the one line curves into the other line. What's your favorite track caller on Tertium <laughs> non tour? Is it is it Comedy's Littlest Victim? Um, My loath, Loathsome Conquest? By who? By Megan Keister. Oh, I don't... Um, yes, yes, it is. You know what my so, favorite one is? I'm thriving up here. <laughs> right? Yeah, baby. I'm thriving up here. Yeah, baby. Right? You slap on the hood of the car, right? <laughs> like, like Ratso Rizzo. <laughs> right? You slap on the hood of this fancy white. It's a powder blue. It just photographed white. Mm. I want to talk to. 64.5. We got to talk to over there, Sasquatch, about, uh, <laughs> the color corrects for the cover art. <clears throat> if you're nagging the label that wasted money putting my album out, oh, they didn't Mama, waste money. I'm gonna. If they make one person laugh, that was a wise investment. Wow, you truly are as benevolent as you seem online. If your record makes one child laugh, <laughs> all of this was worth it. Okay, Megan Keister. I know a few Midwesterners liked it, and I think they need laughs more than anybody. That's great. Claro Kane's record "Let It Be" made people laugh. I say, you know, what? I should have called it "Let Them Laugh." Yeah. You don't have to give them permission to laugh, Claire. They're gonna. If you're talking, they're laughing. Wow. Wow. So you have to go? I have to go in a couple of minutes. I got a show to do. All right. People can check. Claire O'Kane. Now, where are you doing a show? Genghis Cohen. Genghis Cohen. Don't make it there. 
Waste your time. If you happen to be walking down Fairfax mm-hmm. right now, starts about a half hour. Okay. Right. You like uh, you like uh, popping up on these east, uh, these West Coast bills and being like, "I'm back." Because <laughs> Claire and I met in Los Angeles. First yeah. time we met was in Los Angeles, not in really? New York City. At LACMA. At LACMA. At LACMA. I was watching. Uh, I was at the Stanley Kubrick exhibit, <laughs> and I was also there. And then I saw Cinephiles. someone hunched over, <laughs> skulking behind me. <laughs> Two maniacs. Two maniacs, not mm-hmm. just one, Mm-mm. two. Mm-hmm. It was you and uh, uh, Gazingo, or whatever his name is. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. What was his name? Josh. But he made the oh, sl- slot man. Oh, Bazinga. Slot man. We can call him Bazinga. Bazinga. Mm-hmm. Not Gazingo? <laughs> no. <laughs> I met him the other night. He's a very nice guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. You know what I told him? Hmm. Bazinga. <laughs> no. I said, hi, it's very nice to meet you. I'm a fan of yours. And then he uh, said, it's very nice to meet you. Hmm. And that's kind of how it went. Look, I'm not saying it was the world's most exciting conversation. He's a very nice guy. But school. I'm at the thing, <laughs> and you're s- s- sneaking around the thing. I'm slithering as I'm tra- around. As I'm staring at the Barry Lyndon, uh, the, ca- the 40-foot camera that he shot Barry Lyndon on. Mm-hmm. And I have just passed the um, obelisk. You passed the obelisk. Took a right at the obelisk, and then I said, "Hey, that's Tom Sharpley." And not the weird uh, naked lady chairs. No, no, the no. weird clockwork orange past naked those. lady chairs. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> Kubrick exhibit was funny because it suddenly got like less engaged. So I was like, "I oh, and he also did Full Metal Jacket." Yeah, here's like a notebook. Yeah, from that. <laughs> here's a drawing of a jacket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's a drawing of a Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah. Well, Claire O'Kane, I'm not going to keep you. I don't want the people at Genghis Cohen to be denied the, oh. the exciting thrill of seeing you pop in. I, they're right? they're going to flip their they are. lids. Because you're back. I'm back, baby. West Coast O'Kane. Lipstick City. Butt yeah. town. <laughs> it has been an honor to have you back again. You're one of my favorite people. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. It's me and that about Mary Hulan. You're one of my favorite people too, Tom. Thank you. You know that. You're one of my favorite new people, Megan Keister. Mm-hmm. And her album Tertium Non Detour. Cannot wait to listen to it. Yeah, it's great. Thank you for coming no on the problem, show. Tom. It was so exciting to meet you finally. Yeah. I've heard such nice things about you for so long. Wonderful. Mm, good solo harder. Huh? One, I'm sorry? Oh nothing. Oh, no, that's, oh, awesome. that's so sweet. And Anna, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. Thank and thanks so for much. being a part of the, the LA Grown Ups 3 reading. It's very exciting. I just look forward to really shining there as well. Mm-hmm. I think Thank you. it's just a matter of how much <laughs> will you shine. Yeah. I mean, it's a mystery. Not Whole to me, to it's, not. it's not. It's not. She's not shine. Sisters doing it for themselves. Oh, yeah. Shine. And that's what you people have to realize. Sisters, Sisters are doing it for themselves these days. Mm-hmm. You people. She, could jokes. They're making jokes. They're driving school buses. They're driving school buses. They're running companies. <laughs> wow. Girl boss and left and right. Yeah. 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 Girl boss. Bo- hashtag girl boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. Alright, everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on? We've got line five? Yes. Let's do it. Best show. What's up, Tom? Brian and Silverlight. What's going on, bro? 
Who's this? Brian in Silver Lake. Brian in Silver Lake. How are you, Brian? Pretty good, man. What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just uh, just uh, wrapping up here with uh, a comedian uh, Claire O'Kane. She's great, man. Very funny stuff. I wanted to echo something she was saying, man. What's that? I thought I wanted to echo something she was saying about the Oscar noms. You want to echo something she was saying about the Oscar noms? Okay. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not that excited about what you know about the noms. You know, nothing for Sandler. Uh, no chick directors. Yeah. You and me. Tired of these movies. You got to read like Parasite and the Two Popes. These movies you have to read. Yeah, it's like, a, am I in a movie theater or a schoolroom? Not that I don't read good. Yeah, well, you know, I, I can picture you read good, right? Yeah, I read, I read pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Give me something to read and I'll read it. <laughs> I, I, I can't, though. You're on the phone. Excellent point. See, you're smart, man. Uh-huh. Well, I, you know, yeah. Brian... I, I, you know, but do you, I'm sure if there's something in front of you, you could probably read it, right? There's probably something with words around you. Yeah, let me let me look for something, bro. You call me Tom. I, I can't. I can't find nothing. You can't find nothing with words on it. Okay, well, that, that's fair. That happens. Weird, yeah. You know, sometimes it's, when you need words, they ain't there, right? The, yeah, that would. Yeah, you you know. No, no pun intended. You took the words right out of my mouth on that one. Sometimes when you need words, they just ain't there. That's right. That's that's in that meatloaf song. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, you took the words right out. of Meatloaf. That was from Bad Out of Hell. Must have been while we were doing it. Remember that? Is that what the lyric is? You took the words right out of my mouth. It must have been what we was doing it. Okay. I, I didn't, I never focused on his lyrics, but I'll assume that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, my buddy Vince Vaughn turned me on to your show. Who? Vince Vaughn, man. Vince, your buddy Vince Vaughn. Yeah. The actor. Yeah, very cool guy. <clears throat> He's, you like, you like him. Yeah, he's a great guy. You know, he's he's really fun to talk to, and you know, you're really fun to talk to. You know, he's my kind of guy. You're my kind of guy. Oh well, uh, you know, look, uh, Brian, I'm glad to hear that I'm your kind of guy. Vince Vaughn, maybe not my kind of guy necessarily, but you know. Uh, Wait, why not? Uh, well, I I saw some v- you know video with him that I didn't love. The other, I uh, like guess. To- like sex stuff? No, not like that. That's cool. Yeah, no, it was him with uh with the president. Whatever. I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah, let's not get political, bro, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's not get political. Okay. That's that's cool. You know, you should come down to my bar and have a few a few brewskis, bro. Oh cool. You have a bar? Where where do you work? Yeah, it's called Dirt Naps with a Z. Dirt Naps. That's a yeah. pretty cool name for a bar. Yeah, where, where where is Dirt Naps? Well, you know, we're on Silver Lake Boulevard, right next to Selfish Shellfish. The right right next to what? The Selfish Shellfish. What what is what is that? 
I, I'm still not understanding you. The selfish self shellfish. The selfish shellfish. Yeah, bro, you don't know about this place? I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's LA's only single diner seafood restaurant. Their ads are all over the radio, bro. Okay. I never heard any of them. Yeah, one of them goes, If you're greedy for grouper, if you don't want to share your shrimp, come on down to the selfish shellfish and stop acting like a chimp. Stop acting oh, like it. What's that about the last line? I don't really get it. Yeah, me neither. Stop acting like a chimp. Yeah, bro. It's like they should have just said wimp. You'd think. You'd think it would be so, like stop acting like a wimp would make a lot more sense. Yeah, that's right, bro. But but I guess stop acting like a chimp. I guess we can only know if we talk to the the the. Songwriter, I guess. Well, let me put him on the phone, bro. I'm kidding. I don't know him. <laughs> oh, uh, you thought you were gonna throw me a curveball there, Brian? That's right, bro. But I tell you, I do. I do know the guy that records that stuff. John Vanderslice, real good friend of mine, bro. I, I, I met John. I know John. I'm, he's a good guy, bro. Yeah. You know That's him. Oh, yeah, he said that they got to block out six hours for each, each jingle because the singers keep biting their tongues trying to pr pronounce the name of the restaurant. Uh-huh. The uh, shelf, yeah. shelf. See, I can't even do it. Yeah, they got to keep a blood bucket in the vocal booth, bro. Because of how much they're, because of how much they're bl biting their tongues? Yeah, lots of tongue bits, too. Hang on, bro. Let me puff tough for a second. Wait. Oh, you're you're puffing tough, huh? Yeah, bro. Back to normal finally. Okay, good, good. I hope you're relaxing. Oh, hey, did you find it weird that I sing in a different voice than I talk? Well, no. I know sometimes people have different singing voices, like uh, like they 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 speak uh, they like like there'll be people who sing with like a slightly British accent. Oh yeah, like uh, I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. I am. Well, the thing is, they're British, so that's not as that's not as uh, much of what I saw. I was thinking more like the way like uh, Rob, Robert Pollard sometimes sounds slightly British when he sings. The robot boy, yeah. Yeah, that, there you go. That's cool, bro. That's yeah. cool. You know, question for you regarding her, you know, Herman's hermits. Yeah. Well, when someone is herme hermetically sealed, does that mean they sealed it? What, if something is hermetically sealed, does it mean what? A member of Herman's hermits did the sealing? Yeah, bro. I'm gonna say no. It didn't. It does. It doesn't mean that. I don't think. I don't think that's a member of Herman's hermits doing that. All right, that's cool. That's mm -hmm. cool. You know, speak, speaking of, you see these clips of David Lee Roth singing in Vegas the other night, bro? The clips of David Lee Roth singing. I did not see this. Oh, man, bro. Look, imagine the most proficient Van Halen tribute band. Yeah. Super pro. Okay. Dead on drums. Bass. Guitar. 
Now imagine if Albert Eiler's saxophone was transferred onto the top of that and in a human voice. Albert Eiler, the free jazz saxophonist who who would basically just blow into the saxophone with just just nonstop just nothing but force. Yeah, you got it, bro. So that's what his singing is like. Cacophonous. Yeah. I always thought that's so funny because Van Halen to me, even at their best, always sounded like the band recorded songs and then they just gave him a half hour to whip something up with the vocals and he just would just do stuff, just do stuff over the top of them. Well, that yeah, that's one of their things. Zibbity bop. A lot of scat stuff going on there, bro. He really, he's like the American version of the way a lot of those British bands would always mention, like, 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 like old timey like dance hall music, and they'd be caught up in like the music that like their grandpa liked. Totally, bro. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Here, 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 crank up that calliope or something, right? Yeah. It's just like, hey, we know, we know we're a rock band, but what if we did music from the twenties? Well, it's also like all those kids who bought that Peter Chris solo album in 78. Oh man, this looks scary. Oh wait, it's R and B. Yeah. Fi- finally, Peter Chris, as you, as you always wanted him doing R and B. <laughs> just the way, the way it was always the way it was always supposed to be none of that hard rock anymore i wanted to sound i wanted to sound like the spinners bro <laughs> can we make, right now it's, it's right now it's, it's sounding like grand funk can we make it sound more like harold and the, and the blue notes harold melvin yeah no he really he really finally brought brought that R&B swing to to the Kiss Army those kids needed it bro hey you know getting back to uh, the two of us hanging like total bros yeah I want you to come down on Thursday night and the brews are on me and we could even watch like a basketball game or something bro oh you know what Brian that's, that sounds pretty cool that sounds that sounds great. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay, I'll I'll see you at the funeral home Thursday night. Wait, well hold hold on. Wait, where? The funeral home? Yeah, bro. Dirt Naps is a bar and a funeral home. Wait, hold hold on a second. Dirt Naps. I thought it was the name of a bar. It is a bar, bro. I don't but it's I don't understand. It's also a funeral home? Well, check it out. You know how every aspect of society has to be fun now? Bicycle shops, laundromats, banks, and record stores serve beer, whiskey, coffee, all that fun stuff? Uh Uh-huh. Well, we here at Dirt Naps have taken this super cool trend to its logical conclusion. Uh Uh-huh. And I invite you and all your listeners to come down and have some brews, watch some hoops, and bury some dudes. And bury some dudes. Yeah, bro. So, okay, so you want, I would come down. What you're saying is, 
I'll go to dirt naps at night on like Thursday night, say. Yeah. I'll, we'll hang out. We'll watch. Hanging like bros. Yeah, we'll hang like bros, pound some, some cold brews. Maybe get some za. Some za, okay. And then, and then what else? And then. Probably play a little pool. Sure, play some pool. And, and then, but when it comes to the other part, the, the, the funeral home part, what would we do? We'll go in the back room and then we'll get out the embalming stuff and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll start embalming. Ugh. Total blast. It's sick, but it's a blast. Well, do you know, actually, you actually know how to embalm people? Well, define no. Well, I actually don't think it's more complicated than, than me reiterating what I just said to you. Do you oh. actually know how to embalm people? Well, look, let's just say I'm 85% certain these people aren't going to start stinking out to the place at the funeral. Okay. Well, as, as long as you're 85% sure. Oh, I lied a little bit. It's more like 75. Okay. Still pretty good. Is that really the percentage? 44. 44%. Okay. 32. Okay. I'll be honest, bro. I ain't actually embalmed no one yet. You haven't embalmed anybody yet. Okay. No, but that said, yeah, we bunch of cool bunch of cool beers that we brew back behind the casket showroom. Uh huh. Yeah, we got uh, we got pink velvet lining lager. Mmm. Uh, we got we got cremation cream ale. Sure, that, that sounds that sounds refreshing. But our our best one is six feet under bitter. Six feet under bitter. Yeah, you got it, bro. Yeah, those those also jeepers. I don't know which one I want. I'm going to try first. Try them all. We do a sampler platter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we also have shows here on off night, bro. You have shows. Oh, great! So it's not just a funeral home and a bar. It's also a club. Like a, like a. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell the cops though, bro. Okay. I uh, yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I, yeah. Alright, go ahead. Tell me more about these shows. Well, you know, like, a, a couple months ago, we, we had F'd Up play a secret gig here. Okay. Did they yeah. know it was also a funeral home? Define no. <laughs> You know, uh, all right. Now I can kind of figure out how that went. All right. Yeah. Truth be told, be told, they didn't. But that was a wild show, man. Damien knocked over one of the urns, and then he poured the ashes into this bong, and he did like five mega hits. Uh huh. Yeah, it was totally. Was, insane, was he able to sing after that? Define sing. <laughs> I can't keep defining stuff for you. All right, well, he was shouting like an MF. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, want, I want to ask you a favor, bro. Uh, what, what, what favor do you want to ask me? Well, you know, every February over at the Blaze in Los Feliz, yeah. they, they got this thing called the Big Cover-Up. Yeah, what's that? Well, basically, check it out. It's like it, it's a bunch of local musicians and they form bands and they perform as famous 
or iconic big bands. And the goal is, you know, you try to sound and look as much like that band as possible, bro. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing it for the first time this year. Oh, I mean, that sounds like a good time. What what band are you and your friends going to be? Well, check it out. The other three dudes in the band are also named Brian. Yeah. So we're called the Bad Brians. Oh, oh okay. So you're you're being the Bad Brains? Absolutely, bro. How cool is that? And we're really good, even at the reggae stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one, uh Brian. I got to tell you, it's it seems it seems troubling. Um I don't like it. Cuz you're just ah. but just to get this straight, your goal is to sound and look like the bad brains. It's got to be the whole package or nothing. Uh-huh. Okay. And we really are going to sound and look just like the bad brains. Oh, uh, that's um hey Brian, can I ask you a question? Do you know how many of the bad No, no, let, let me. You do know the answer. You're in the bad not the bad you're in the bad Brian's. Uh that's right, man. And how many members of your band the bad Brian's are uh white guys? Four. Why? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, see, this is the thing I wanted to ask. I wanted you to tell me that. I had a feeling that was going to be the number. It was going to be four. Um, it, can you tell me how many members of the Bad Brains are white guys? All right, hang on. Let me go. Let me go check out my record shelf. Hang on. Okay. I like to start at the Z's. You like to start your records at the Z's. No, I like to start looking for stuff at the Z's. So I'm, just, I'm at, I'm at. Uh, well, why, Z's. why on earth would you start looking at the Z's if, if the band starts with a B? Well, I feel like I get a better overview. Okay. You get a better overview. Brian. Still looking. Still looking. Okay. Brian. Still looking. Okay. Don't rush me, bro. I'm I'm well, I actually am rushing you, bro. Oh wait, I overshot it. I went to bad company. Okay. Back up a little bit. You got those you got any of those you see bad brains yet? Here it here it is, here it is. Rock for Light. Oh, what a great record. Let me turn it over. Yeah, none of them. Yeah, and can I ask, like, when you say you're gonna, you guys are gonna look just like them, I'm, are you wearing, like, wigs, like dreadlock wigs? Yeah. Uh huh. And this pains me to ask, um. Hey, we're broke. Shoot, bro. What? Shoot, bro. We're, we're bros. Okay. Well, I just want to ask you, I'll ask you point blank then. Are you going to wear, are you, you and the other Brian's going to be wearing like makeup to make your skin not white to darken your skin? 
What? How dare you ask that, you flagrant insinuator? For your information, no. We're not wearing makeup to make our skin darker. Wow, that's a relief. It's more of a spray-on. Works way better than the stuff you apply with your hands. Uh, I'll tell you, this stuff really transforms you into one of them. Oh, one of the, oh, you know what? That's that's dis- you're disgusting. Um, this is so wrong on so many levels. You really, this is really gross, and uh, you really can't go. You can't do this. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, because I'm just gonna tell you, it's like. If you go through with this and do this, you, you can pretty much say goodbye to the to dirt naps, the fu- your funeral home bar uh, club, and it also shows an, an a massive lack of judgment and taste and empathy and understanding of the world. And yeah, it's 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 horrible. All right, all right, all right. Let me let me just think about this for a second. Yeah, pl- please think about it. All right, yeah, maybe you're right. All right, I, I, I guess I didn't think about how insensitive that 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 would be. That's I, I don't want to hurt anybody. Sure. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you gave it some thought and you realize you changed your mind. I'm, I'm glad. That's good. This is actually really. This is actually really good because luckily we we do have time to retool. And mm-hmm. oh my god, I have a great idea, bro. <laughs> I got the best idea. What's that? Redbone. The that's the all Native American band from the seventies. Yeah, is that not is that not cool? Yeah, no, that's not cool, Brian. It's not cool. All right, uh, all right. What about Cypress Hill? No. BTS? Absolutely not. Menudo? Nope. Loudness? Ah, uh, can't do it. No. Earth, Wind, and Fire? No. Seam? No. Santana? No. Right, what about Versus? No. The Meters? No. The Mars Volta? No. All right, what about the Miles Davis Quintet? No. The Go-Go's? No. The Bangles? No. The Runaways? No. All right, what about the Plugs? No. Boris? No. You can't you you can't do it, Brian. It's just wrong, Brian. Oh, you hung up. Okay, well, how about that? How about that? Oh man, oh man, we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. I wish I could stay longer, but over here, the the fine folks at Earwolf who are generous enough to let us use the studio. We got, we got to boogie. They got another show coming in here. Who's coming in? It's how did this get played? How did this get played? That's the, that's the video game one. It is. Yeah. That's the show I work on, do all the music for mm, also. That's cool. Yeah. It's a good show. You're amazing, Devin. Oh, thanks. Well, let me thank my friends, uh, Claire O'Kane and Megan Keister and Anna. What's Anna's last name? I didn't catch it. <gasps> oh, no. She was great. She was great. My new best friend. I'll figure it out. Anna, I just put my foot in my mouth with that. I, I, I want to say this. 
there's all these live uh, Grown Ups 3 readings happening. There's there's New York next Monday. There's Los Angeles on the 28th, I believe. There's And where else, Brett? Uh, what? Where else are, this, are these readings? Oh, we, we got them at the, the Bootleg Theater and in the Bell House. Yeah. And you can check them out. Go to, go to at Sharpling on Twitter and I'll tweet out all the stuff. I do just want to make it clear one thing. It's like, these are, these are all-star celebrity packed events and they're going to be amazing and they're for charity, helping out the, uh, Australian fires, fire relief. And, but do just understand that the, uh, I am not, I am not performing at these. These are all, there's a million great people doing it. I am not one of them. So I just want to say that just in case anybody misunderstands that, but they are fantastic. And if you can go to one, you should go to one because they're going to be pretty amazing. Yes. And we're also doing it in celebration of the Sandlerverse. Yeah, of course. Now I wrote this thing. Uh, I wrote that thing because I, because I like it. And look, I have a po- we're poking fun a little bit at it, but we like it. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not, we're not cr- 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 cramping on them. Right. So thank you, Devin. Thank you, Pat, for all the work you're doing on these uh, shows. Thank you, Brett, for the work you're doing. You're a sweetheart. And uh, you're Mike's protege, not mine. I apologize for saying that. But the thing is, Mike is my protege, which makes you my grand protege. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah we're not in yet. Thanks to Earwolf for the kindness. Thank you, Devin. You're a sweetheart. And the best show will be back next week. Bye.